Comfort comes at a price. The burning of coal, natural gas, and oil for electricity and heat is the largest single source of global greenhouse gas emissions. For building owners, operation costs and facility management are a huge expense to ensure the comfort and safety of those people inside the building. But it is not just about comfort. Our productivity and even our mood is shaped by indoor air quality and temperature. Hello, I am your host, Mike Lake, and in today's preview, I will be talking with Marku Makonen about Fordag Smart Heating, a company that improves the efficiency of heating to reduce emissions, save money, and keep us cozy. Innovation, resiliency, discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Marco. Thank you so much for joining us today. And, and of course, once again, I do want to, as always, welcome our listeners and viewers. Uh, today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Marco McConan, the CEO and co-founder of Four Day Smart Heating, a heating optimization company that automatically adjusts to the size and age of a building to improve indoor comfort and save heating costs. Um, Marco, before we get into um, you know, the, the building maintenance and, and heating, cooling side of things, uh, and specifically for day, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you came to, to be a co-founder of Four day. Yeah, that's, thank you. So, so like, uh, uh, that is kind of fascinating, but also very, very like, uh, uh, good story as well, because it is quite true. So like I did my first live life with Nokia, which I think, uh, people quite, quite often recognize. So like, uh, we did a lot of uh, mobile networks and we did mobile phones. It was fantastic. It uh, took me through, you know, like uh, all, all of the continents and so on. Uh, uh, then uh, after doing that, it, I felt that it would be very cool to do something with a big purpose. So networks are fantastic, but I think uh, doing something with the energy and the evolution there, I think that is like really worth the trouble. And that's, that's why I'm here. Well, that is fascinating because it is such a huge, huge challenge. Um, I mean, we talk, as you know, so much about, and with good reason, about carbon emissions, about the Paris Agreement, about sea level rise and climate change. All of these things are, are truly changing this planet as we know it. And it, it comes, I think, probably to most of us is no surprise that burning of coal, natural gas, and oil for electricity and heat um, is the largest single source of global greenhouse gas emissions. So if we're going to tackle our greenhouse gas emissions on a global scale, we have to look at our heating uh, and, and the methods by which we're, we're heating our buildings um, and how we can do so more efficiently. So give me a better sense. I mean, I just gave a very high level overview. Yep. This is not my area of expertise like it is yours. Right. But tell us, paint the picture for just how big a problem this really is. Yeah, I, I think you made a fantastic job because that is that is a kind of big picture. So like uh, in, in the like, uh, like large scale, we need to do some things. But then I think it's up to us engineers to do the little things right. And what's amazing with heating is that uh, that is, uh, you know, there's uh, one and a half to two billion people 
living in the buildings that we are we are currently tackling. So so like uh, in the in the cooler climate, uh, people people heat quite a bit, and you know it comes just automatically. People don't want to like spend all their lives like optimizing. The people take it for granted. However, in Helsinki, which is like very efficient place for the heating, where I come from. So 56% of the carbon emission is coming from heating of buildings. Uh, and uh, what, uh, what we started to th- then think, so like we can make it more efficient. And if you do our trick, so cutting like, uh, let's say like, like 20% out of the unnecessary part of, of the energy needed. So that equals to the amount of half of the, of the region traffic. So, so like you can imagine, so like it's, it's a big thing. It's a practical thing, just like make it more efficient and you know, like there are no losers. Everybody wins, and and that's the thing that we want to accomplish. Well, and that's something I, I've, you know, anybody who's listened to me speak publicly or on this subject or anywhere else, but has heard me say that you know, depending on the city in the world that you're looking at, either the biggest emitter of carbon uh, is transportation, you know, vehicles or buildings and it's those one and two slots and and in some cases it's one versus two and and others two versus one but whatever the case may be um if we're gonna truly try and tackle this as a a global issue and and to meet our um i mean now i think it's 196 countries who have signed on to the paris agreement if we're going to meet our goals this has to be an area. Heating uh, of our buildings has to be an area that we we adjust and and tackle. So, what is the big challenge in doing that? Yeah, I think it is just like uh, uh, let let do the thing. So, so like um, uh, we need it to do in the way that it doesn't uh, spoil people's life. So, like uh, engineers do their job. So, like we make it very easy. For, for like uh, consumers, let's say the end users. So like they don't need to do too much trouble, but it's like their choice that they choice, uh, let's say in our case, their comfort temperature, and it's our part to deliver it very efficiently. And I, I think that is the miracle. And then find the kind of a correct route, the route towards its success. So like we start with the buildings, start with the owners that, uh, you know, like are looking for opportunities and are willing to, change their their operations in some sense and and that is that is the way how we've been like starting the rollout starting to, to deal with the cities who are foreigners the big owners of, of build built uh, buildings and and uh, you know like uh, built environment and pilot the solution together with those guys and and like uh, uh, making the common uh, success together with the guys who really they are eagerly willing to to kind of or similarly eager to to win the case as, as we are and that is the kind of uh, kind of thing that we, we we really are trying to get started. And and so a lot of the work you're doing is is focused, of course, on retrofitting buildings. Um, is that right? Uh, that's that's very true. So so like uh, uh, you know like uh, what's fantastic with retrofitting is that we can make it very easy. So like it takes only you know a couple of hours, and the system, the AI that actually is running the start, so like. Or the the thing, so like it starts to operate immediately. So like uh, if you do need to kind of re like do like rebuild the whole building, so it takes takes years. Or if you need to like go for new construction, it's like question of several years. So with all all these kind of permissions and so on. So like we want to have a solution that uh, can be implemented like within a day, 
and it starts to impl Im like uh, uh, impact if, uh, immediately. So, so that is that is what what we are like after. So, like something that is is easy to deploy and and is like uh, cost efficient, uh, both for for like uh, implementation, but also for for the for the usage. Well, and and you just hit the the key three points, right? The triumvirate of of doing any project like this, reducing the cost of the project, the, the retrofit itself, reducing the impact in terms of time, and keeping it uh, cost effective moving forward. Um, so. I mean, it really is fascinating that we might have this opportunity because of what you're doing to to make so many uh, the world's buildings so much more energy efficient. Do you mind explaining to us a little bit about what Fordeg actually is? Right. So, so like, uh, uh, so in big picture, so like uh, we are dealing with the efficiency of heating, but uh, but that is uh, once again there are. A lot of buildings and uh, and they are different. So so like what we have selected our beachhead is is like uh, tackle with uh, with the buildings that are heated with water radiators, and that is like uh, the dominant heating method in in the old continent, including like uh, like Europe and Asia and and the northern part of there. So like mentioned, it's like uh, close to two billion people in in such buildings, and uh, and there what we actually do is is like uh, we swap the the thermos that uh, that is, is mani managing the radiator so it's like uh, like sensor and actuator com combination and we use the industry standard hardware and uh, then we connect that to our ai that is running on the cloud and then the cloud learns to predictively provide the correct temperature to each and every room and that's basically simple like that so so and that what means the correct temperature is the, the one that uh, the consumer wants to have in the room, but not only that, so it is something that is synchronized with the cooling or the air ventilation system. And then taking that combination together, so then you get the efficiency. So like you just make it better and it consumes less energy. So and uh, uh, everybody is saying that, so, so what we can say that in, in real life buildings we have accomplished up to 33%. And then, then the lowest numbers is 10% more efficiency, and that's a lot. So it's it's a really really lot. And and of course, we we talk a lot about upgrading buildings for efficiency rankings and and whatnot. And I mean, to put that statement that it's a lot into perspective, you know, usually a gain of as little as 10% can help upgrade a building's rank, um, you know, in its efficiency. By by doing what you're talking about, you're talking about a significant increase in rank in terms yeah. of efficiency. Absolutely, absolutely, and that is that is a kind of uh, it's been kind of uh, us being kind of uh, the newcomer, uh, like like startup, like growing now at, a, at like on a smart SME type of company. So that the tough part for us to kind of uh, do the hard work to to kind of evidence that it's really happening. But now it's it's a little bit better because we have like more than 50 uh, uh, like real life buildings up and running, and they all all kind of are there. And the fact so it's it's no more story; it, it's fact. So that people can it's read real. the numbers, and uh, and you know like you can even call our customers and say how do they feel. And and uh, some of the some of the cities that uh, that uh, have like started with us, so like there are like several buildings already. So like they've been satisfied not only with the kind of uh, the saving, but also the impact what we do for the. For the like uh, working environment or, or like the kindergarten, so how the kids and and uh, and uh, and these uh, teachers are, are, are uh, finding the heating quality. 
And do you see a, a point in the future, uh, neo or long term, where this is is a, a regular by by government? Yeah, so I, I would say that this is uh, along the road. So, so like uh, uh, if uh, uh, you know, like. Uh, how it seems to be that uh, somebody needs to be the foreigner. So, and it seems that we definitely are, are one of those. So, so like uh, it takes a little bit like uh, that you first get the laughter pouts, then you get like uh, somebody tries you and then you get accepted. And little by little people want to work with you and then you are required in the end of the day. So, so like, I think there's no point of like uh, uh, heating incorrect way inefficiently. So like, there's no point of you doing that. And, and like what is like uh, pro this kind of solution is like both the kind of uh, uh, systems to provide the AI, they are coming coming cheaper and uh, easier to deploy. And, and the same goes with all this kind of wireless communication that you need to need to provide to, to the terminal to, or, or to, to the thermostats. So, so like uh, those kind of things are really kind of pro this. And uh, I believe that, uh, uh, well, of course, uh, future is hard to predict, but uh, I, I am not a very much like... Uh, Lying say that I truly believe that uh, this is going to be the kind of very, very kind of standard way to implement stuff in future. I, and I want to come back to the future in one second, but even right now, tell me who are the typical customers? I mean, are we talking large scale? How large scale? Yeah, right. So, so like uh, as as we are small, so we in the in the starting, we need to keep our customers big. So, so like uh, currently we are we are selling to cities, not because because our technology would be like applicable in in smaller buildings, but uh, you know one transaction is a bit more valuable, and also the evidence by by the cities is kind of big owners is is like better than than some some individuals only. So that's why we have started there. So like. Uh, uh, currently, our, our like biggest customers are like uh, like the city of Helsinki and a uh, few other cities in Finland. But there are also some private companies who are owning uh, typically office buildings. So so that is that is our starting points. And uh, and the buildings that we have started are are mainly non-residentials. So like offices, schools, daycares, you name it. Uh, we also have uh, like evidence of stuff in in residential, and there's like no no trouble there. So like yes, we can do it, but it's a bit more laborious. Than, than for the professionals. So that's the reason that we are not too active pushing it to consumers at this point. That makes perfect sense. Um, well, on, on that point, let's let's look at the next 10, 20, 40, whatever, 50 years down the road. Where do you see this going and, and what impact do you see it having on the individual straight up to uh, on a planetary level? Yeah, right. So, so like my dream is that uh, that uh, someday uh, we would be like obsolete, but that day might take a while. So, like uh, while, while we are obsolete, so then there is like free energy that is delivered and people can just like spend it, and nobody is charging them. So, so like uh, uh, before that, I believe that this efficiency is going to be important, and uh, in order to kind of uh, even go for for like uh, carbon-based uh, energy production to something else. So that's going to take a few tens of years. So so I believe that this uh, efficiency type of things are very valid for the coming, uh, let's say, uh, from now to to 30 years. I would say that this kind of big change of, of the production will will take. And uh, even mm. after that, so I believe that combining this efficiency with the quality is still valid. 
So, so I think that uh, this this type of way of of treating, like in a little bit more a fine way, the the energy consumption, not in this kind of big chunks that it is kind of been been in the in the times where where the kind of carbon and all all stuff was was cheap. So, like uh, starting from there, and uh, and you know, like I, I come from Finland, which is like energy efficient country. And, uh, you know, it sometimes makes me, well, I, I've been like several times to take kind of uh, places like China, like, like Russia, where, you know, like the starting point is like, uh, that's like three, four, four worse where we start. So, so like, uh, like getting, getting it done in a big, big, uh, like a uh, picture, right. And, and then providing with, with this quality. So, uh, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, like this kind of Finnish guy who doesn't smile, who doesn't like uh, show emotions, but I'm excited. I, you know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really looking that we could get started big time and uh, could start to start to kind of collaborate in the, in the places that really, really makes difference. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, it uh, is. Ex oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, please. I was just going to say it is indeed exciting. I mean, thinking about uh, from saving money to creating greater efficiencies and saving the environment. I mean, it's it's something all of us eventually we we should and can be doing um I, I'm, I'm unfortunately we're out of time but i do want to say for all of our listeners and viewers if they do want to learn more or, or stay connected get in touch what's the best way for them to do so yeah okay so so like uh, you can find us uh, like uh, from from the internet from www.fordec.com and uh, then uh, you also will find uh, find the phone contact so so and uh, uh, sooner or later if you keep on calling so i will answer the phone so like uh, there is a there is a good number but i would advise so like uh, uh, have a look to to the to the page we got uh, so it's uh, in english text so so like uh, i think you if you could understand what i'm telling so perhaps you can read also the pages uh, and i'm super happy to kind of collaborate with uh, you know, like if you're if you're like owner of buildings, if you are a solution provider that is, is somehow interested to collaborate, uh, like facility management or or the other other type of you know like uh, service for for the buildings. So so all of that would be fantastic. I'm, and I really love love people, and I really, really love like collaboration. So like, uh, please don't hesitate. Well, that's great, and thank you so much for this work that you're doing. Uh, and thank you for joining us today on, on Preview of Tomorrow. I do want to just say for our listeners in particular that uh, Fordeg is F-O-U-R-D-E-G. Um, so if you are looking at that website, that's that's the proper way of spelling it. Uh, Marku, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I know you're on the run, so I appreciate you you finding the time to to be a part of Preview of Tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guests today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. 
Join them at leadingcities.org.